Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending April 29th, 2022. I'm Sophie Antal and I'm joined today by Eric Ristepin, Chief Investment Strategist at Russell Investments. Hello, Eric. It's wonderful to see you. How are you? It's good to see you, Sophie. I'm, I'm good. Allergy season, but I'm good otherwise than that. Other than I know. That. Those allergy and pollen counts, right? Um, well, yeah. I am hoping to get an update on the pollen counts and make sure you're doing okay. But also, the first one is around the uh, most recent GDP growth number um, that was released in the U.S., getting your thoughts on that. Um, and then second, we're early in the earnings season, but I'd love to get your thoughts and perspective on that. Sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. So maybe starting from the top, GDP growth number, um, the latest one was released in the U.S. How did markets react? And do you think that that reaction was commensurate? Yeah, well, of course, you know, uh, a, a disappointingly low number, in fact, a negative number, which I'm sure has gotten a lot of people's attention. Uh, markets went up, um, at least the U.S. market went up. And, and I think that's because it was a mixed bag. When you look at the, the underlying fundamentals in terms of economic demand and spending, consumer spending in particular, actually quite strong. This quarter, that demand for goods and services was filled by imports rather than domestic production. And so imports are actually a negative to the GDP calculation. The other thing that happened throughout the quarter, probably linked to you know, some supply chain issues within the U.S., um, is the fact that you saw inventories run down. Now, you know, everything in this world seems to be good news, bad news. So when inventories run down, that's usually a really hopeful sign for the future because companies, as long as demand and spending remains high, companies feel the need to rebuild inventories and that's accretive to economic activity. So you've had this interesting kind of mix with a negative headline number, but the underlying data was actually pretty supportive of an idea that the, the U.S. consumer is strong and the U.S. consumer continues to spend. And as we've talked about, I don't know how many times, uh, the U.S. consumer is king to the economy. It's nearly 70% of the economy. The, the other thing that came out, the kind of a related issue, um, today, this morning, the employment cost index came out. Uh, so, you know, that we've been talking a lot about wage pressure, and that's got the, the full attention of the Federal Reserve at this point. That showed the largest uh, quarter-on-quarter increase ever. So a uh, 1.4% number. Um, I, I think you know, when you look at the news today, that that's probably going to be the headline. And And what happened in the markets was, the market kind of increased the expectation for a Fed rate hike in June from 50 to 75. So, um, but now there's a growing expectation that, you know, the pace of hikes will slow after June, which isn't surprising because they've said they, they're kind of targeting two, two and a quarter percent of total rises, nine 25 basis point hikes. Um, if they do 75 in June 20 and 50 in May, they're 150 basis points into that 225 basis point. So um, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, right now, I think the market is is kind of, you know, ingesting that information in a reasonably positive manner. But it, it, again, that wage pressure is is a constant force for the Fed to be aggressive in its monetary policy. That's interesting. It'll be great to see the um, the unemployment and non-farm payrolls uh, numbers coming out next week from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, too, um, and see how that that is playing into 
unemployment. I'm curious also, especially your comments around um, around the wage increase. How is that playing into the earnings season? We're early in the earnings season still right now, but we've had a number of companies um, give earnings releases this week as well. How are, are we seeing that wage pressure have an impact on the earnings season as well or not yet? Well, it, it, you don't, you're not seeing it necessarily in the headline numbers, but it's noted by uh, most companies. Uh, and, and I think it is a force to be reckoned with. It's obviously that that is one of the challenges of inflation uh, is oftentimes it, the, the companies can't raise prices as much as they need to raise wages. Uh, so we'll see how that works. And I think you're seeing maybe that in the first quarter numbers. Um, actually, the earnings numbers are up about 10% year on year for first quarter. Uh, so they're doing well. Uh, a little over 80% of companies are beating on the bottom line expectations. So earnings are coming in better than expected. And that's a huge kind of support level for the equity market. I think the, the, the sectors, though, that are not doing as well shouldn't be surprising. Well, first of all, the sector that's just absolutely dominating the earnings season is energy. Yet again, I mean, they're crushing it, which shouldn't surprise anybody. The sectors that are actually struggling, the worst performing sector versus expectation is utilities. That should not be surprising. It's kind of the corollary to energy prices. You know, the input price for uh, utilities is energy. So um, that shouldn't be surprising. Consumer discretionary numbers, the earnings aren't as good as expected. And that, that probably is showing you some of this wage pressure mm -hmm. in terms of its force on prof profitability. The third sector, which has gotten a lot of press of late, is technology. The third worst performing sector in terms of earnings versus expectations. And I think we're seeing signs that some of that pandemic trade that benefited technology so much is maybe coming off the boil. Amazon today talked about the fact that they, they may have overexpanded its their capacity. You saw the Netflix numbers last week where they lost 200,000 subscribers. So I think you're beginning to see that. And that's a theme I would expect to continue to play out through 2022. Terrific. Um, or maybe, maybe not so terrific, but good to note and good to continue to watch. Eric, that's all we have time for today, unfortunately. But thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your, your thoughts and insights. Always incredibly valuable. And thank you for joining us. We'll be back again soon.